everybody. Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here with my other host. I'm Bash. And you guys, Miss Miriam T is in here this week. She is getting ready for her tea party tonight. And I believe Megs is on a work trip this week, but they will both be back next week. Um, so today we brought in one of our very, very dear friends who was actually on the podcast in season one way back in the early days. It's our friend Chris Gomez. And he is part of Little Italy, which is a community here in San Diego. And we are actually pairing up with them for the first um, ever Little Italy Pride Brunch. Yeah, we're excited to have who invited her join us this year. This is the inaugural uh, Little Italy Pride Brunch. Uh, it's the first one we're actually sanctioned by San Diego Pride, and um, you know it's just a, it's a unique experience to actually be able to open our community up to people that are you know coming from all walks of life and all parts of the United States to enjoy San Diego Pride. Yeah, and it's the so it's for anybody who's in not in San Diego. San Diego, um, Little Italy is like our literally Italian community within San Diego, and you guys haven't had a Pride event yet. No, so yo, this yeah, is this, is, this, this is, is it. This is it. So it's it's the first time that we're opening our our new Piazza della Familia up to uh, the public to come out and enjoy a beautiful brunch with entertainment, with music, with food from the Little Italy Food Hall, yeah, um, and some transportation to the Pride Festival. See that that was the kicker for me because it's like you shuttle this back to the festival <laughs> and uh, join us in Little Italy and get out. <laughs> so um, what is the what does the event entail? Like what goes on? What's happening? Uh, so we're going to have um, three local entertainers uh, joining us for the event. Okay. Uh, we have uh, DJ Jinx Mirage, who's going to be spinning all uh, all throughout the event. And Jinx is usually at Moe's. I see her at Moe's. She's been DJing at Moe's lately. Yeah, yeah it's it's amazing. We were super excited to have her join us for this uh, for this event. And when she when we approached her, we said, you know, we want to kind of create that flair. We want to create that vibe. What can you do and what can you bring? And she's actually going to come out and spin and drag. Yay! Yes! <laughs> That's going to be awesome. We need some um, fabulous. And you have one of our favorites who's been on the show, co-hosted with us, Kixie Vixen Styles, who's going to be performing too. Yeah, Kixie and Glitz Glam. Uh, Glitch Glam, legend in San Diego. We saw her last week at the exhibit at the San Diego History Center for they added the legend legendary drag queens of San Diego. Yes. And just part of that exhibit. Yes, yeah. we're excited to have her as well as Kixie. They're going to be doing uh, interval performances throughout the whole event to keep the vibe going. Uh, we also have a, a, great, a few photo opportunities where people are going to be able to come out and enjoy uh, some photo ops taking in front of... Um, uh, there's this beautiful uh, umbrella uh, with rainbow uh, raindrops that come down, and you'll stand what? in front of it. Yep, you know we got to bring the flavor. Gay. No, I'm <laughs> so, how much is it to go to this event for people? People coming to San Diego Pride or who are here in San Diego. So the event is going to be $75, and that gets you brunch admission. Uh, you'll be able to sample uh, over six different restaurants of the Little Italy Food Hall. Which um, is very good. Yeah, delicious. There's lobster. There's pizza. There's Chinese. It's full of gamut. Um, we'll also have Frost Me doing some uh, some coffee. And then bottomless mimosas. Let's not forget the, that. Now, that's the most important part. The bottomless mimosas. I know, right? <laughs> 75 bucks. Bottomless Shoot. mimosas and food. And I, it's from 9 to 11.30 in the morning, so it's the perfect start for Sunday Funday Pride Day. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like, I just think that I, I don't want it to be lost on people how big a deal it is for this to be happening in Little Italy because oh, yeah. it's been a traditionally conservative neighborhood, and over the past 20 years, it's turned into, like, this big, huge urban 
neighborhood where everybody's just like eating and drinking yeah. and it's ch- completely changed and it still has its heart. But I love that the Italian community is also being like way more accepting of who's coming in and, and actually fulfilling an event there. Definitely. I yeah. think that's something that, you know, we had really kind of focused on. How could we present this to our community and the city of San Diego and the guests, but also retain our historic value of what the Little Italy was known for, which was the fishing industry. Yeah. So it was big. It was a really big factor for us. And we we're excited to have that. And oh, as a member awesome. of there who's grown up three generations in, it's, it's extremely yes. special to me that this is happening. So Definitely. I'm really excited about which, it. Which um, brings me to another topic, because last year for Pride, the, it seems like Pride every year is expanding out of our little neighborhood of Hillcrest here in San Diego. Because last year they had the first huge drag show with Jackie B and a lot of local girls at the Dow Coronado. Yeah. And, it, and Coronado participated in Pride last year. Also a very conservative, conservative. neighborhood yes. of San Diego. Exactly. So <laughs> this year it's like Little Italy has joined the thing. So how do you guys feel with with our like little pride in the gay community here in San Diego, Hillcrest, just expanding, getting bigger and bigger where it's not just localized into our little community. I think it's interesting to see how it's actually expanding even in South San Diego with South San Diego pride. Yeah. I mean, it's really to show that San Diego is so inclusive and so diverse and recognizing that, you know, there is a voice here and there are, there is a population here that we need to celebrate. And I think that that's super exciting that, you know, people are starting to open their eyes a little bit more and yes, you still have your naysayers, but those people, you know, are starting to, I think, either be corrected by those outsiders yep. yeah. um, or um, um, or just being open to just saying, like, let's see what happens. Yeah. Exactly. And for people who aren't really kind of familiar with the town, we've always kind of been like the redheaded stepchild of, of LA, LA and San Francisco. It's <laughs> so always true. been the most conservative of the three big cities here. Yeah. So it's really good to see that kind of expansion of the gay community into the larger San Diego metro yeah. happening. Definitely. Um, and it just sure. makes us feel safe and happy yeah. and like everything's going in the right direction. I'm super excited for the Little Italy Pride event. It's going to be so much fun. It is. We're, yeah. I, I mean, just as we've already been talking about the logistics of it and yeah. <laughs> we got some surprises. It's going to be good. Yeah. Can and you share any? Yeah, uh, can you? Uh, yeah, so like what, I said, what, some what? photo ops, you get some food, but you know, like we have some really good, great partners like Shake Shack. They're going to be out there giving <gasps> out free rainbow Shake Shack. shakes. What? Oh, yes. nice. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, so okay. we're excited. And then we yes, have some, such uh, good food. Yeah, and it's, it, there's going to be some good. swag stuff out there, but it's going to be something, you know, as our first year to really kind yeah. of taste, uh, get the temperature of what's going on out there yeah. and then, you know, determine how do we make it better next year. Yeah. And who invited her will be there. We'll be walking around drinking, probably drunk off our houses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and today is the Pride 48 event. That's why this is all happening. We are live on Pride 48. So go to pride48.com um, and you can go into the chat room. Bashy is actually running the chat room right now. I am. <laughs> Hi guys. Yeah. I love Shake Shack too. Yes. Um, <laughs> and last year we did this event and we had so many technical difficulties at the beginning where it was Megs and I and we brought in Jesse who's been our co-host sometimes on the show and he's been filling in. And we were like scrambling around like, what do we do? What do we do? This is the first time we're doing this. Yeah. So it's cool to be doing it again in another year. So I love for Pride 48. It's so cool. They have so many good shows on that network. So anyways, what Robbie? Oh, and I'm here too. Oh yeah, Ross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
So for our, our listeners, Rob has been gone off the podcast for a very, very long time because he's been super busy. But today, he is actually on the show. I'm actually here this time. Hi, and, Rob. Hi, and, and trying to do the setup and everything for, for the live feed and also our regular recording for, for, for our podcast feed. Yeah. So sorry about the opening. Um, that was just we were getting the feedback from the seven-second delay, and so oh. I just had to turn that off. Yeah. Oh, because I was like, why am I hearing myself? I don't want to hear myself. <laughs> I just like to call it a remix. A remix. <laughs> so, Rob, what is, what's been going on with you? We haven't heard from you in forever. I signed up for a computer programming boot camp, so I've been in a boot camp for... Yeah. For, not uh, the hot kind. Not the hot kind. Not the hot kind, no. Naked military man. Unfortunately not, no. <laughs> um, and so, unfortunately, it also overlapped on the days that we record. And so, uh, beginning in mid-August, I'll be able to be yes, back on the show more. we'll be producing. Thank God I don't got to do everything. Oh, so the fingers are going to be super yoked now? Yes. They're gonna, that's what's going to be yoked. <laughs> yes. Could <laughs> <laughs> be typing in that code, making it work. Uh, no, making it even better than it is now, hopefully. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> How is the chat room? Is anybody in the chat room? Yeah, we got, we got quite a few, it looks like. So... Keep them coming, guys. We'll, we'll, we're looking at everything, and uh, we'll comment if you bring anything yeah. up. So, what do you guys? What do you and your husband do for Pride every year, Chris? Um, well, traditionally, Frank and I, my husband, we do the um, we walk with AIDS Life Cycle because we ride our bikes um, for the the annual event um, and raise funds for HIV and AIDS research and services and medications. Um, and so, usually on Saturday, we do that, um, and then we kind of go out and have a little fun afterwards. Um, hopefully yeah. not get too messy. <laughs> Which <laughs> lies and deceit. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you this, Chris, because we've been friends with you for a very long time. And you and your husband, Frank, do the AIDS life cycle every year. You've mm-hmm. done This is your fourth year doing it. Fourth year. Yes. And you guys have raised how much money today? Uh, over 115000 yes. That's so good. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. We have a really great team. Uh, we started off um, in 2015 uh, oh, with... Uh, for, just for just I'm going to interject. Bearded Ladies, because we talk about them all the time. Chris is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chris and Frank are the head of the Bearded Ladies, because we talk about them on the podcast all the time. So, yes. Yeah, so we're the capitans of yes, the Bearded Ladies. The bearded ladies. Um, but we had we started off um, in 2015 with just the two of us, and over the years we've grown uh, slowly but strongly, um, and we've uh, had some uh, some really great successes, and I think that you know we had over the years various team members come in and out, and because of that, uh, we were able to support uh, San Francisco AIDS Foundation as Los Angeles LGBT Center with yeah. their services, mm-hmm. and I think last year was the record breaking year. I think it was sixteen point seven million that they raised. So awesome to help that. Yeah. And just so everybody's aware, those funds that we raise go b- directly back into services and not into admin at the LA LGBT Center or yeah. San Francisco AIDS Foundation. They are used for the services and medications. That's good. That is amazing. Yeah. It's a good cause. I mean, every year. How was this year? How was the ride? How did it go? Because how many miles is it? It's 545 oh, miles. No, thank you, Come man. Come on, seven days. Jump on the bike. Let's I go. Uh-uh. I go just want to hear what stories happen because yeah. I heard that this who camp is just who? like a, a free-for-all. Oh, Lord. And you Gus know. Kenworthy was there, so I need all <gasps> of the details of that. Because everybody knows that's who, that was your thirst trap. That's my thirst trap yeah. many and, times. Yes. Always and forever. I mean, just kind of see. I mean, when you see it on a bike. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> he, wait, he was on a bike, like with yeah, he was everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh he no, was he actually, rode. Actually he rode right. the whole thing. 
Were you guys behind him at all? Uh, no, actually, uh, we weren't. <laughs> Christina, Chris is like has his phone out. He's like I, recording. I was cracking up because like every three days on the ride, they would have like an Instagram story and they're pretending to take a picture of their friends, but yeah. like Gus Kenworthy's in, in the, the back. Just like, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you, breakfast never looks so interesting, right? <laughs> Especially when we were trying to send it to the boys. We're sitting here. We're like, look, look, look at my eggs. eggs. No, really, check out guest kid. <laughs> Gus Kenworthy. Really. <laughs> He's the one bending over in the background. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it was. It was great this year. Uh, we uh, Frank did all 545 miles. Franklin was like this year. That was his goal. Yeah, and I, I tried it, but unfortunately, you know, the heat doesn't do well with me unless I'm in Palm Springs in a pool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's get real. You were hungover. Uh, you yeah. get it now. Well, it I mean, I, I probably would have been. However, it was a dry ride. Oh, and... boring boo. <laughs> <laughs> But it was great. It was an amazing experience. Um, it's also really awesome every year to see the new writers that come out yeah. to join the cause and become a, a part of this. Um, so many people get out there, all walks of life. So you, this this was the fourth year. Do you think every year is getting bigger, more people writing, more awareness with the ride? I think there's more awareness. Uh, they fluctuate in attendees. Um, and last year, they kind of did an ask at the end of the year to say, like, hey, we need to get more writers out here. Yeah. You know, we're raising the dollars, which is great. But if we, ra- if we had that many more writers... Ooh. We would raise more money. So I think that at the key end of it is, you know, I want to probably just say at the end of the day, you don't need to be extremely fit. Um, I think that was one of a key factor for us is that we were concerned that when we went out there, like, oh, we have to be super like ready for this. We have to like have miles and miles under our belt. So you can bring your tricycle and right now I'm kidding. (laughs) You know, there are people that actually do it on a tandem bike. Rob, I couldn't even fucking imagine that. Rob, like, being you next year, no, bike. yeah, that one no. lazy person. It, do you remember that? It's an old school Disney cartoon where it was Daisy and Donald Duck and Daisy, and they rode a tandem bike. I used to love that cartoon. Off topic. Anyway, okay, Gramps, <laughs> shut up. I hate you. I know Wait a minute. Old. So, what, what was like the average distance that most people make it? So the average per day is roughly about eighty miles. No, but like I know, who? How? What percentage of the riders actually do like the full five forty five? I would probably say seventy, maybe seventy uh, percent. Really? Oh my yeah, God. I think wow. that there you have some dedicated riders out there, and then there are dedicated riders out there that challenge themselves by even asking their donors to say, "For every time I do this, uh, there's an example of we do the Quad Buster, which is a really hard ten percent grade hill. And if anybody wants to understand what ten percent is on a bike, yeah. is uh, <laughs> Is um oh gosh what I'm spacing it. um what is it <laughs> oh the cross the cross, cross on the top of the hill in San Diego Mount Soledad oh, Mount oh, Soledad the there's two Soledad. it's a conservative town Chris there's there a lot go. of crosses on a lot of mountains here <laughs> uh, how far east are we going <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> no, or Soledad Soledad uh, Soledad is a ten percent ride so if anybody's been out here in a car in that that's oh, what yeah, you're going up a, and it's a, a mile and a half of riding and oh, people no. actually challenge themselves and say for every time I go up this you're going to give me two hundred dollars oh. And so their donors actually do it. Shut one of up, our one of our writers in San Diego, um, actually a few of them had challenged themselves, but one that uh, we're really close with, Lou, um, he actually did it thirteen times this year. <gasps> That's Crazy insanity. Crazy yeah, but, so they have like a little trial within this massive ride that they're just trying to rack money up for. Yeah, I mean it's a leisure ride, so it's not a race. So at, at the end of the day, if oh, I'd be racing. Oh. See, I, I didn't think <laughs> I, I was like, like I'm winning. Is there no finish line? Do I not get a medal? Why yeah. bother? Bash is like, where's my award? <laughs> He's like, I won. I, I came in gold. <laughs> but no, it's yeah, it's crazy to see how people challenge themselves. And, yeah. and at the end of the day, it brings
pennies in those dollars, and that's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, okay. But I'm good. I'm good with Quadbuster one time. So why did you, you, why did you and Frank start AIDS Life Cycle? Why did you start doing it? Well, we had um, actually started it. Uh, originally, we talked about it for many years, and one of our friends, Larissa, um, was coming through the finish line in 2015, and it was this moment of like, we talked about it, we talked about it, and we're like sitting here at the finish line in Los Angeles, and we're like, my gosh, there's an 80-year-old person. There is uh, a thin... That was me. <laughs> I'm kidding, totally kidding. Tales from the crypt. Tales from the crypt. <laughs> from the other side. But uh, there was, I mean, just to see the different walks of life, physical, age, gender, identity, all of those things, and then thought to ourselves, wow, we didn't really need to do as much or we don't need to be afraid. And yeah. so that year, we bought bikes, went out and made a very expensive investment. I remember. Yes, a very expensive investment, but... Uh, it was it was good for us. It's it's good for longevity of the um, of the ride itself. So we've had uh, that equipment. It's been growing for us for four years. But yeah, yeah, it was good. So this year's ride, um, because this year is the fiftieth anniversary of the Stonewall riots. Yeah. So what, did that impact the ride at all? Was there more people or anything with that? I think there's always a buzz of dialogue what, of what's happening in the community every year. Yeah. You know, when you know, we were dealing with the political issues we were dealing with and still are um, within the community back when it happened versus this year, it always, there's always a different topic of conversation. And I think that you know, this year, it was, there was a buzz. It was a different buzz. And it's also the, 20, it was the 26th year of the California AIDS ride. Oh, so wow. that was the okay. initial year. And then from there, uh, it added to AIDS life cycle because it transitioned into that. Okay. So it's always just something different, um, and people take it in their own in their own strides. One of the big moments uh, in the ride is is when we do the candlelight vigil in Venice. Yeah, or Ventura. Sorry, Ventura. Ventura. Yeah, I yeah. saw your guys' post on that. It's so beautiful, and it, and yeah. it's just you know to take that moment of reflection and and really capture what you know what people stood before us, what people perished, what people are still living with this. Um, and not to mention those leaders, you yeah. know, like Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera, Rivera yeah. you know, from Stonewall that kind of, those were the trailblazers that allowed us to do what we do and in, in even AIDS life cycle and stand mm-hmm. in front of Salinas farm workers and people that are, normally don't see a lot of gay people to see them and think, wow, you know, what are these people doing? We've had so many questions that people ask us that and say, you know, what is it you guys are doing? And we're like, we give them the insight and they're like, my gosh, that's amazing. And so it's all about education and it's all about knowing that you've touched someone out there. That's really cool. How long have you and Frank been together now? Uh, 11 years. Oh God, me and nine years. I don't even know how to like be able to sustain (laughs) a fucking like dog for that long. (laughs) Wait, how long have you had your dog? Mine's eight. So we're still trucking. (laughs) He should live to be like 21. I mean, dachshunds live forever. (laughs) What do you guys do? Are you getting freaky shit? Leather? I don't know. I mean, you just gotta, you gotta make the magic. They have a harness in the basement. Some ham spray. Maybe a little Crisco, <laughs> switching, <laughs> converting the garage to a dungeon. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. a playroom. Well, it's all right. Who needs that to park the garage, their car in the garage? <laughs> I know. Well, that's a, four years. Is right. You and wait. You and Frank six years. Uh, we were we got we were we got together eleven years ago, and 11. then we we got married in twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. Right. So we're gonna hit our, our five year wedding anniversary. We're not married. Oh. How long have you guys been though? I always forget. Rob. How long have we been together? 
unfortunately. <laughs> the bane of my existence. It'll it'll be ten years in uh, September already, with Holy a little shit. bit of a break in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm tired of her. <laughs> I can't even keep a friendship up that long. <laughs> We've been friends that long. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, when's my expiration date? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Derek Barry right now. Derek Barry. N- nobody died <laughs> at Stonewall. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Did you see that? Um, oh well, that documentary came out not too long ago called Wigs um, about the Wigstock. It was going back and doing um, revisiting Wigstock and all that when that came out. But, but Lady Bunny um, mm. did an article. Did you see this? Oh. I think this How, is an interesting topic. Actually, yes, Lady Bunny came out on an article and she said that she thinks Pride. Parades have become too corporate lately. Oh. Yeah, that there's okay. too much corporate um, representation like Target and Wells Fargo, like all of that. So she thinks it's it's become too corporate and not like how Pride started where it was about the neighborhood and the community you were in. Yeah. And stuff. So what do you think about that? You know, it's it, I, I think it's a tough one. I mean, I sit there and I also, you know, Rob and I had kind of talked offline about this, about the idea of, you know, with – the community that's out there and and now walking into a mall and you're like rainbow window rainbow window, window rainbow yeah. window pride and everybody's edition. changing their logos on facebook yeah. and instagram yeah. pride that edition. never happened even when facebook first came out or you got no yeah we did it in little italy for yeah, the to yeah. celebrate this is our first year and 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 the event itself and so when we did it on ours i was like oh this is going to be really interesting to see what's going to be the feedback coming from the public when we converted our logo. Yeah. You know, and, and fortunately... What, what did they say? You know, actually, we, we didn't get that much bad review on it. Okay, good. Yeah, we did have a few clapbacks, but celebrate them. Were they from Santee? Uh, you know, I... <laughs> there, was, there was an interesting one. So Sorry, if anybody Santee. wants to go, uh, go to, our, go to our, our Facebook page and you can actually see the Little Italy logo converted to the rainbow flag yeah. and read the comments. There, oh, is, really? there is some good ca- uh, clapbacks on that. And I have to say, I appreciate those people for standing up and having a conversation. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, I—I I mean, I get the—I—I I get the argument against it is that it seems like pandering, just so that com- I'll take the pandering. Yeah, give me the pandering. I mean, I get that, but at the same time, I'm just glad that it's we're represented, we're acknowledged, Definitely. we're appreciated, celebrated, whatever, um, because. Uh, I did have a conversation with somebody recently, and she was saying there's just way too much. It's just everywhere. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm What's a supporter. That, I, she, and she did say she's a supporter of the community, but she just seems like it, it seems like it has to be in, on everything and in, in TV shows and movies and all that. And, okay. and so and so then, um, but I'm thinking, but but the LGBT community is everywhere. Yes. Yeah. And I still don't think, as much as you do see it and you see corporations um, uh, uh, with pride flags and all that, it's it still doesn't seem like it's at the same percentage. No, and if you think about it, since what TV started, it's all been the the straight community. Mm-hmm. Only yeah. maybe yeah. within the last what fifteen, may not even fifteen years, have you seen the gay community, the LGBTQ community represented within TV movies all of that where oh, yeah. now now they're complaining saying there's too many too many gays on the TV join yeah. the club honey <laughs> I mean that's a good I mean, sign <laughs> I, I mean me and Rob are older and I I would have never thought of the day when they would have been like there's too many gays on the TV oh lord you know what I, I mean? mean don't turn on HGTV I know <laughs> or oh I, I'm sorry I'm a sucker for Pose but that's just my thing I love Pose uh, see this is okay we had a conversation about this because I remember 
Um, didn't you guys watch Pose when it first came out on yes. FX? Yes. Now there's a new wave of people discovering Pose. I just did this week. Yes. Oh, I binged through the entire two because seasons. Because Pose is on Netflix now, season one, which I think is great. And for anybody who doesn't know what Pose is, it's a TV show by Ryan Murphy, who That's did correct. Glee, an American Horror Story that was on FX. And, it, and it's about the life of... The community, the LGBT community, especially the trans community in New York in the 80s during Paris's burning, the whole ballroom yep, scene. Yep. And the AIDS epidemic. And also, exactly. uh, yeah, the ballroom scene was a huge factor that really kind of changed the, di- the demographic of, yes. of identity for the queer community. And that was something really interesting to see. I know. Uh, it was but done the so way well. They, well, anything Ryan, Ryan Murphy touches it seems to do really well. Because yeah. I was obsessed with Popular when it first came out, and that was his first mm-hmm. TV show. Amazing. So anything he does seems to do really well. So I'm glad Pose is picking up another steam. Yeah, I can't stop watching it. It's so good. And I'm getting like super stoned when I do (laughs) and then having to rewatch it. I know. But in the first run, I'm like crying like an asshole. And I'm like, (laughs) I didn't realize it was this bad. And I was like, Broadway actors is in the show. Who's that? Billy Porter. Billy, Billy Porter's oh, amazing Porter. in this. Oh, God, God, he's so fucking good. I mean, yeah. to see the identity that has been given to him, and now he's, did you hear that he's, uh, they're going to award him the Walk of Fame star? Good, do good. it. Yeah, I'm if so Donald excited. Trump has one, that asshole should, uh, well, maybe don't say his one. name. Don't say the Antichrist. <laughs> yeah. We don't speak of her. <laughs> don't Who speak invited of her? her? Who invited her? <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, but Get to out. See, <laughs> see from like a fashion icon perspective and how he's stepped into, you know, the one coming from Pose and then creating this identity is crazy yeah. it's crazy like well i knew him the from broadway stuff yeah way 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 before pose even came out and he's an amazing singer for one yeah and i'm glad they showcased that on pose yeah on one particular scene i don't know if Bashi got to that scene yet but it, he's so talented and then um what's it called just the recognition that he has gotten for the show yeah. i'm just like finally yeah you know what i mean well, and it was amazing. Did you watch the, I think it was the Tony Awards where yeah. he pr- did a yeah, performance and yeah. he's like, I'm not supposed to be working. <laughs> <laughs> and they dragged him up to sing, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Cabaret? Cabaret. Oh, it was a beautiful I edition. Love, from an I off, love Billy Porter. From off cuff, beautiful. Yeah. So with that, with the whole corporate thing, do you think it's going to corporate with pride? Um, I think George in Atlanta in the chat kind of like hit the nail on what the head, say? which is considered the alternative. Very true. Exactly. Thank you, George. If I need people that are pandering to me and they're doing it blatantly, as long as, you know, at face they're telling the public yeah. they're in support of our community, I don't give a shit. Right? I, I think we are, we are lucky. We live in a generation where we can complain about corporate pandering. I know. That's not, yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Because yeah. consider 20 years ago, we'd be happy if anybody <laughs> came. Yeah. If anybody paid attention, <laughs> look, we're getting like beat up or something. I mean, and I have to say I, I do celebrate the fact that you know one we you know the gay community is always famous for what are you wearing what are you doing who are you with those H&M kind of- today thank yes. you no I'm kidding <laughs> class it up girl class it up and Taylor Loft yeah <laughs> dress barn dress barn no that's my Sunday <laughs> outfit I think they closed oh, they did dress I think barn. dress barn's out of business well that's because they didn't transition their logo on social media yeah and it's, they no, know the flag no. it's called <laughs> Dress stables now. Yes. I moved to stables. It's well, not a bar. They yeah. can afford it. I mean, I have to, like I like I said, I have to celebrate the fact that, you know, you have Nike, you have Adidas, you have, you know, Penguin, you have all of these major brands. Ralph Lauren creating yeah. 
Pride Collections Levi's, which is always well, even been Target. Little, they've done it for yeah. a couple years now. Yeah, and you're starting to see these big brand names attached to themselves. And I think you know, yeah, whether it's pandering, whether it's me going out and buying a ninety dollars still polo, representation of it our is, community. and it creates identity when you walk through the mall and you see that, and you're like, wait a minute, why is there a rainbow there? You know yeah. what? I, you know what I would like to see though. And I'm, I'm just kind of watching the chat as things go up. Instead of just slapping a rainbow flag logo on yep. your Facebook, why don't you champion a cause within the gay yeah. community, though? Love like, perfect. hey, this these are the steps that we're taking to go, you know, for transgender rights and making sure that we're at whatever state somebody is working in, yeah. we're protecting yeah. them corporate. You know, and side, I, I you know, think that's like, a really great point because, you know, sponsor the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence yeah, when they go yeah. out. Like, take a risk. That's a great cause. And hopefully, yeah. our friend Lexi hopefully will be coming on soon to talk about that cause. Yeah. yeah, but I think that that's that's a really key point because I think that from like a corporate buy perspective, yeah. when pandering to our community for buying retail goods, it, I actually look at who does this benefit? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, outside of just obviously uh, benefiting the stakeholders of that organization, are you giving money back to the community? And I think that's kind of one of the pride things. Or at we, least protecting them at the very least. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you think Do you think there's oversaturated representation within, I already know the answer, within TV and movies, like people are saying, like it's just too no. much everywhere. I think there needs to be more. No, it, it needs Fuck to continue to normalize it. Yeah. Yeah, I think the other part to that is that it's also showing it's showing the multifacets of our community because traditionally, let's talk about where we first launched when it was the L word and when it was queer as folk. Oh, Those were two. Oh, so good. It was Did so you, after school so special good. that I Did you ever loved get it. into Tales of the City? Yes. Did you see the reboot on Netflix? Because no. these assholes had no idea what I, I was talking about. I can't watch it's, it. No. Why? I can't. Why? I it's it's I don't know if it's a satire or if it's the acting, I, I don't. I don't what do you it. mean? I keep watching it because I'm it. trying to figure it out. But Maybe I you have can't to watch the original series. I don't know. That might be I love it. it. I love yeah. it. I think it's amazing. But like Queer as Folk was kind of like an after school special <laughs> yeah. a lot of the time. But at least yeah. I don't know. It's just. I mean, what you? after school program did you go to? <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like I'm watching like Full House sometimes, and literally. And I'm yeah, like, oh I, I just can't do. I mean, let's talk about. I was watching picture pages at that age. What are you talking about? Watching <laughs> picture pages. You know, I don't like, remember picture. You pages. don't. It was about learning no, how to like color within the lines. No, <laughs> it's just like a woman like running up a hill, and there's like you know after school special music like do 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 do, and then a wheel gets lost, and that's like the running joke. <laughs> a and I'm wheel. Like, this I don't is, remember a wheel. I'm like, what is going on here? I don't know whether to take this seriously Wait, or if I it's got a, a question for you, Bashi. What? Who are you obsessed with? in Queer as Folk. Brian? Brian. That's why I'm in my job. Oh, I can totally oh, that's see that. He was a marketing exec yeah. and I totally, I was like an impressionable 10-year-old watching Queer as Folk through the lines on my How TV because parents, we didn't yeah. get HBO. How did your parents not know you were gay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? When you go to interview, did you ask them if they had showers in, the, in there? I was like... <laughs> How large, are, they have showers. how large are the stalls in your bathroom? Are they <laughs> adequate for butt sex? <laughs> Dirty bitch. So, yeah, that's why I'm Wait, what was your first job you ever got? What My was your first, first job, job that I ever got? I was jettisoned into a restaurant management position mm-hmm. at 18. Oh, yeah. And the servers yes. were 30. So they were taking so, orders from this. It was young kind kid. of like Pose. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. I was the Billy Porter, where oh, I was like it? trying to manage these type A personalities yeah. that were all like, those are my tips, bitch. No, those are mine. You know, like they're fighting over like big parties and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I, I had to like learn very quickly to like be able to handle that. Yeah, Bash- and I think Watching queers folk and uh, interacting with the gay community helped that. Yeah, yeah. Bash's position was category is <laughs> serve the plates. 
category, category is lasagna. <laughs> Run that in four seconds flat. Hurry, hurry. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It was a what interesting about you, Chris? Job. What what was your first job? Uh, my first job, I worked at um, Anchor Blue in Chula Vista Mall. I remember Anchor Blue. They oh. were part of... Um, the OG Miller Outpost. Miller Outpost, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, I it wonder was, if anybody remembers that. It was kind of like the uh, original like denim, not Levi style, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Union Bay. Accessible. <laughs> Accessible, yeah. I like to say. Roberta, Rob, Roberta, what was your first job? I was a paper boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's Avril Lavigne. <laughs> and, and then after that, I, I went to a fish and chips restaurant and then an omelet restaurant. Was it Long John Silver's? It was not. Was it Red Lobster? It was not Red Lobster. Um, it was like a mom and pop red uh, fish oh, and chips. Place. An independent. Independent. Not yeah. a chain. No, it was it not. Was a it was like Thank a beef God. and bun. It was like a beef, beef and bun. bun. Okay. What is that? Beef and beef bun. Beef and oh bun. God, Hello, girl. one of the best places in San Diego. Nobody who's listening uh, gives I a know, flying I fuck, know. but it deserves but a mention. Saying, if you guys come to San Diego, there is a mom and pop. Don't go there. Burger, I know, but it's the best <laughs> show. <laughs> go to Cuatro Mil Paz instead. There oh, you go. Yeah. Yes. But anyways, no, it's in the East County. It is a uh, beef and bun, mom and chop pop, but it's like or um, it's like an old school diner, like uh. an old school burger joint. They have the best milkshakes, best fried zucchini. It used to be our burgers. high school's go to. Yeah, it was uh, granted go-to. when. Tony and I went there. It was forty five years apart. Yeah, I was in nineteen thirty five. No I'm kidding. Fuck you. The turn of the century. The wheel was just invented. <laughs> Fire. Fire was a new thing. That's what I remember in high school. Now, yeah, they had just learned to cook ground meat. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, you guys, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back. Hello, all you little whoers out there. If you're in the San Diego area and you love live theater, then come on down to OB Playhouse in Ocean Beach. Yeah, that's my theater. Hi, everyone. It's Jenny, and I've been on the show a few times. I'm so excited to tell you about the rest of our shows for this season, starting off with Avenue Q. Yay, I love puppet porn. Me too. Also, we're bringing you Green Day's American Idiot right after that. Can't wait to see that one. It'll be my first time. Me too. Such wonderful music and a great message. And then, just in time for Halloween, it's Heather's, the musical. Oh, it's going to be so very. So very. So if you don't want to miss all these great shows, then come on down to OB Playhouse in Ocean Beach. Hey guys, by now you've all heard us talk about the Hillcrest Social app, where you can not only listen to your weekly dose of Who Invited Her, but you can also find out what's going on in the San Diego Hillcrest neighborhood. Well, we just want to let you know that the Hillcrest Social app is now called Hashtag Now Trending, and it has even more LGBTQ plus content like Palm Springs Pride, Bear World Magazine, Gadio, and Rage Magazine, plus all kinds of out-at events across California and beyond, with even more coming soon. The Hashtag Now Trending app has over 15,000 users scrolling through events, businesses, and resources. With Who Invited Her and the Hashtag Now Trending app, you'll always have pride in your pocket. Hey, everybody. We're back from break. So, yeah, pride's <sighs> just like around, around the corner. I am not ready. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, wait. So, Sunday, what is everybody doing outside of going to the Little Italy event? Um, oh, I well, I keep hearing rumors that Taylor Swift is coming. That's to our what pride. I heard really? too. We talked about this on the last episode. There's been major rumor that um, Taylor Swift will be at the San Diego Pride. Well, if you look at her new video, and I don't want to get into the the implications of that. 
Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Why? Thank you. There's a lot of controversy oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, there like, is. Where are you but coming? It's hilarious. It's, again. Yeah. Think yeah. of the alternative. Did you? Um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, God. you know what we should do right now? We haven't done in a while. What? Click. Oh, a click. Oh. Let's do the click a little earlier than we normally do. So for anybody that doesn't know, The Click is a segment we do on the show where we give a suggestion of something we're completely obsessed with right now. Like when I say right now, like today, this week. Yes. <laughs> so it's a new obsession. Whether it's a TV show, music, t- movie, book, whatever it is. Somebody, something you're obsessed with. Yes. Do you have one, Bashi? Uh, yeah, Pose. Oh. Is that yours? Yeah, that's okay. mine. I've been I obsessed mean, with that. You were obsessed with another show this week. Which one? Was- oh, Good Omens. Good Omens. Oh you finally God, watched I love it. Good Omens. God. What is this? So Good, Good Omens, Omens is amazing. So Good Omens is based off of the book by Neil um, Gaiman, the guy that does um, American. Um, Mr. Adams knows all this. Yeah, so Mr. When Adams knows it. Yeah. <laughs> when I went to the East Coast, Mr. Adams and I were watching <laughs> the entire series. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Adams. Yeah. Hey. Hola. <laughs> yeah, you binge watched it finally. Because I've been a fan of the book. They did um, American Gods on sh- on stars. That's oh, the, American the Gods. Same same writer, same oh, writer. Okay, so he's great. really good at like creating these universes and everything like that. And yeah. Good Omens is an apocalyptic. Yes. Oh, God. Good Sorry. angel, bad angel. Post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic. <laughs> Optometrist. <laughs> so, but I had talked about this show when it first came out. None of these assholes read it or knew what it was about. But this one, finally, thank you, Mr. Adams, finally got Bashi to watch it. And it was great. We couldn't stop. It's so good. Good. It's oh, so good. This is what I was asking. Did you see that article that came out this week about the um, that one religious the, group, the right uh, return to order group? Yeah, that did the petition. They protested Dumbasses. it. They're like, Netflix uh, needs to take this off the air. It's about the apocalypse, and, and they and you know, they complained about God being voiced as a woman. Oh lord! How stupid is that? It's these so assholes, silly. and how like they portrayed the devil. Where if anybody listens to Ariana Grande, they'll know. Yeah, God, God is, is a woman, woman. <laughs> or Alanis Morissette. <laughs> Thank you. Dogma. Which you just saw what we're gonna get into oh, in a bit. Okay. <laughs> um, so with the Good Omens, so they this right the Return to Order, this really strict Christian group wanted Netflix to take it off of off of their network and get rid of it because it was a shit like all this stuff. But shit's homestead on Amazon. I'm a little yeah. drunk. It's on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't on Netflix. It was on Amazon. These assholes were protesting <laughs> the wrong network. the wrong media company. Oh, my God. So it was great that uh, Amazon Prime replied back on um, – oh, no. Netflix was first. Netflix. 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 Jesus. <laughs> um, replied back on Twitter saying, yes, we'll do that right away because – It's not on their share. network. Yeah. So then <laughs> Amazon replied back and says, um, we'll cancel – Stranger Things, if you cancel Good Omen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. That's God. like so, uh, so good. So then I love this, corporate clapback. Right? By the way. It is right? <laughs> so Return to Order revamped the petition saying, we got it wrong, blah, blah, blah. We're assholes and whatnot. Um, but it's already made a mockery of the pet- pet- uh, the petition. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like, why even bother at this point? Yeah. Why even bother? Well, I mean, in, in light of current climate, it's not that far for someone to keep pushing. I know. Because these idiots. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you, do you have a click of the week? Ah. <sighs> click of the week. Is? 
your it's, event. Yeah, <laughs> Little Italy SD. It's, it's out in Little Italy, um, and it's our brunch pride event. Uh, we, like I said, there's. It's it's just so interesting to see as we move forward closer and closer to the event, and we're building up on all of the new features that we're going to be offering. That's the I think for us is like. Every time I turn to my team and I'm like, where are we at? And then they're like, we have this and this and this. And I'm like, yes. That's good. I can't stress enough to listeners if you come to San Diego. Yeah. Like, skip some of the beach cities that you think yeah. you should go to and go to Little Italy. Yeah. It's one of the most beautiful neighborhoods in America. And it's food, so good. And I mean, the restaurants oh. there, you yeah. can't really go wrong. I mean, we you have... Know- Go ahead. Little Italy, because I because I grew up in San Diego, as you did too. But it was I'm a, a shithole. Thank you, Bashi. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. It wasn't even an, an issue of gentrification. Shit it was yeah. just like an industrial shithole. Yeah, so that nobody it, went to. So to see it now, uh-huh. just where it is, it's just like it's a totally different like little community that. Yeah, used to mm-hmm. be, I mean, which I've is been, amazing. For I've been there for twenty years, and and I actually I've been working for. You've been through it all. I've seen it all. Yeah, and I mean, I was a kid. I grew up in San Diego too, and so for me as a kid, we used to go to Filippi's Pizza Grotto, and it was like three. Right, get the hell out of yeah. here! Yeah, because yeah. yeah. people are going to start shooting shit up. Yeah, yeah it's either drugs, it prostitution, or some other fun prostitution thing. Prostitution what? Prostitution <laughs> what? What do you? No, think I say, it? I have a click this time. Yes. Oh, Rob has a click. Yes. What? <laughs> I have a click, and what it's been a click? it's been a click before, but I want to mention it because you have to go to the uh, San Diego History Museum because they have a new. Um, Exhibit. Yes, we talked about yes. this on the last show. We, we, me and Robbie got to go to it, and it's the um, LGBTQ San Diego history exhibit that's happening at, yep. here in San Diego mm-hmm. at the History Museum. But they added a new exhibit to it, yes. Legendary Dry Queens of San Diego. Yep. So we got to go to the opening of that. The ribbon cutting. The ribbon cutting. It was, you know, what was really weird about it is seeing our friends, like people we know, yeah. like Let's Glam and like Paris from Inside Out and yeah. stuff, like people we know now, uh-huh. um, in a museum, in an exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> that was trippy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like Babette Schwartz is Babette featured. Schwartz. She's like uh-huh. the old, one of the older queens in San Diego that's oh, yeah. recognized and, and identified. And Nicole, Empress Nicole, oh, Chad Empress, Michaels. Yes. Chad Michaels. Yeah. yeah, and so they have they because um, I know we were going to mention it on another episode that we recorded, but but they have like the mannequin set up with some of their iconic um, outfits. Yeah, and so Chad Michaels had his uh, his share uh, outfit on display. Um, Paris had the one; it's like a, a carousel uh, oh, around her. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was so look. cool, which yeah. looked very similar to the one that was on Pose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, and then most people probably don't remember RuPaul is also a San Diego girl. Yeah, yeah. And, Ru- and they have RuPaul there, but only as a poster. <laughs> it was like a little. It was like a little plaque in the corner. Are you sure it wasn't a, like an Obama cutout? <laughs> I know, like it's a Michelle. It's just you know, I know they just colored. <laughs> just they like just this. blonde the hair. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, and uh, one of San Diego's probably one of San Diego's oldest queen, Norma. Who's um, I don't know how she would feel about us. Well, that's how they. Well, no, that's how they. Yeah, that's how they introduced us. And one of San Diego's legendary oldest older queens that's been here forever. Uh She was in the PBS documentary, um, the the history of San Diego's gay community. Yeah. Um, So she was there, which was really cool, and she's part of the exhibit too. So that was like it was just cool seeing like the generations within the the drag community, Mm -hmm. which is a great. 
you know, they've always been advocates for the, yeah. the gay community. They're I know. Like right there, so. It's always kind of like, like I said, we're always kind of the redheaded stepchild of LA and San Francisco. Yeah. But yeah. San Diego's had a lot of huge contributions to the LGBTQ yeah. community. Yeah. We do. I mean, and I think that that's the interesting part is seeing this kind of exhibition yeah. celebrating our local queens or, you know, however they choose to identify. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. I'm super excited to see it. I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen Glitz Glam's <laughs> pictures. Sorry. And, oh, they all look amazing. Yeah, they pick their like iconic, um, their iconic looks. That was a good click, Rob. Yeah, thank yeah, you. I love Thanks that for one. the talking point. Appreciate <coughs> oh, you. Me. So my click this week is a new Comedy Central show. Do you remember Broad City? Yes. Do I remember Broad City? <laughs> it just I know. ended. I know. Anyways, you remember? Um, so what's his name? Oh God, I can't remember his name. Alter, uh, Arturo, Arturo Castro, the one that yes. played um, Jaime, Alana's roommate. Yes, yeah. yes. He has a new show uh-huh. called um, Alternatino. Oh, and it's a sketch show that started on um, Comedy Central. And me, well, I got really stoned the other night and watched like the first As episode. Norm. Um, <laughs> so good. It is hilarious. And he, every like skit and everything has like a very Hispanic Latino undertone to it, which I love. Interesting. Oh. Yes. He's really, I didn't like, he is very talented. Like he's, I'm like, yeah. okay, now you're on my radar. Everybody yeah. on that show has yeah. been fucking incredible. That's my click yeah. of the week. Go they check out ended it show. so well. Have you guys they watched did. Broad City? Yes. Yes. Well, it's we so talked good. about this. Yeah. 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 But the finale of Broad City was probably one of the best that they've ever wrapped a show up. Yeah. I mean, it took a lot from Sex and the City at the very, very, very end, end, but yeah. they lo- they did a good job yeah. with it. Yeah. That was one of my favorites. Unlike some other shows that ended like, um, what's it called? Don't. Don't, don't, don't start. Why? Game of Thrones? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The horrid, horrid Indiga Game of Thrones. You know what actually the alternate ending was? What? It was a Starbucks cup sitting in the sword. (laughs) The sword chair. Oh, I thought it was a water bottle. (laughs) It's been a a modern play this entire time. (laughs) Nobody knew. It was the Starbucks mermaid sitting in the throne. She's like, hello. 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 I'm here. (laughs) Oh, Let's God. get our mermaid on. <laughs> <laughs> Bring on the dragon. Did you know that was a, that was a dragon. real Game of Thrones theory for like six seasons? Was, was that every, the mermaid was going to come in? No, Starbucks. Everyone thought Varys was a mermaid. <laughs> Who? Oh, Varys. No, I'm not kidding. Look You're it up. Go on Reddit. Why? I'm mermaid. telling you, there's like pages and pages of threads related pages. to this topic. Yeah, there was because a- they couldn't figure out how he was getting from Westeros to Essos. So I don't want to get Oops. onto that. Oh. <laughs> anyway, just I know don't time- get bashy started on yeah. Game of Thrones because he had thoughts. Yeah, thoughts. On, on your own time, go Google. Yeah. Oh, on mermaid. the ep- we did an episode with Justin Cox, a fitness guy here in San Diego, and you oh, two went because uh, he, he was I, a Game of Thrones. I, I don't think we have anything in common anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now that the show's over, sure. you're like, we're done. <laughs> we're not talking anymore. Oh, man. <laughs> Since it is Pride Month, you guys, I had a question for you both. What is your number one LGBT movie and TV show? Oh. Mm. Movie and Robbie, TV you're included show. in this, too. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Your okay. favorite gay-themed movie That's and TV question. show. That's a great question. Since it is Pride Month, do you guys have one? Yeah. And it doesn't, the movie does not have to include gay characters, but it could be an iconic gay movie. Okay. Mine's Uh, both. What? Um, For movie. And anybody in the chat room, type it in. Yeah, we're we're monitoring it. Go ahead, Bashy. Um, for movie, my best friend's wedding, <gasps> Julia uh, Roberts. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and Cameron then, Diaz was Cameron Diaz. In I, yeah, she I was in there. Remember, she was a wife. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then for show, it's a toss up between Queer as Folk and what? 
I was going to say Pose, but I feel like there's a better answer for this. Mm. Oh, what was that sketch show that Johnny McGovern was on on Big Logo? Big sketch show. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, with Johnny McGovern. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, those were both cool. Yeah. I think those were like the most influential for me. <laughs> Big, ske- Big gay sketch show, if anybody remembers that. It, you know why? Because that was like the first Saturday Night Live themed type of show. That was, that was all gay. gay. Yeah. It was great. And, and I Julie remember Goldman my parents had it, just remember, upgraded yeah. their cable package. So I would like rewatch that <laughs> when they were yeah. gone. When I'd come home early oh from school God. and like try to. I think <laughs> it was on randomly at like three o'clock yeah. and I'd be like furiously like trying to watch it before they got home. <laughs> that, that was it. So. You're like before they find out. Uh, what about you, Chris? You know what? Actually, there I'm. Uh, it's coming up in my um, my Netflix. And it's it's smacking me in the face with it is Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Oh, oh yeah, that's Rob. Right. Oh. <laughs> Rob's religious about that movie. You I know what? Know. I'm I sorry. It, it is like one of the. I, I think that looking at it and understanding, like I I love drag <laughs> so and understanding all that stuff and just seeing, you know, I mean the ping pong scene. Uh, ping hello, pong ball. Megan on a Saturday night at most. <laughs> <laughs> oh <kidding>. Megan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that that's you know that that movie is just a, a classic cultural thing. I mean, I also have I. Have like a lot of B-rated flavor yeah. in my life. We know. I Look love at your husband. No, I'm well, kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I love Franklin. Yeah, but we have a uh, um, like girls will be girls. <gasps> One of my favorite movies with Coco yes, Peru yes. and Varla Jean. Oh my gosh! Yes. When you guys uh, when you interviewed her, I was. Oh yeah, Coco Peru when yeah. she was on our show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it she was, was just, amazing. That was yeah. one of my favorite interviews that we've done. But by far, <laughs> by far, I think that that was such what an amazing about? show. Somebody just put a cock and a frock on. A rock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a yes. cock and a frock. Thank you for joining the conversation. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, what I call Rob every Sunday morning, a cock and a frock. No, I'm kidding. No. Um, what, Robbie? Uh, Okay, so I, I guess another movie that I like is also Love Simon because that's a I cute love Simon. That was a really oh, good movie. I love yeah. that one. Yeah, it was cute. very, it's good. very, sen- very imp- appropriate for time for the time. Yeah, I think it was really nice. Yeah. Well done. I think everybody could guess what mine is. Uh, you know, Rob. Beaches. Yes, Beaches. Uh, that sorry. does not count. I thought you were going to say Rocky. iconic movie. I thought you were going to say Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, Beaches. I no. still haven't seen it. <gasps> I know we we this has been a pain in our friendship for years. Bastion, I just did the sign oh of the my cross. God. I'm afraid of him. I know. I because everybody knows how diehard Bette Midler fan <laughs> I have been since the sixth grade. Sixties. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, this is the one thing I've been trying to get him to watch fucking beaches for God knows how many years. And this asshole still no. One day, one day we're going to get two percent. I'll watch drunk. it. Yeah. Fine. It's, it's so good. I mean, with it, Barbara Hershey. Uh, oh, so I mean, good. the Hollywood Bowl performance when she's like just practicing. I love Bette Midler. And oh, then yeah, they pull her off stage because yeah. they find out some stuff's yeah. happening. I love how Franklin always goes <laughs> and beer. <laughs> The fucker. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not your amp. I'm glad she's on my ambira. Yeah. Okay, so, Tony, but it's an, uh, you have to pick at least one movie that has gay characters in it. Why? Ooh. And again, I know that wasn't the that wasn't the request. Yeah. It wasn't. No. no. Rob, like always, but you never nobody died to at Stonewall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no. Beaches would be my movie, my LGBT movie, or Funny Girl. I'm a good. I'm oh, always, Funny Girl. Yeah. Funny Girl's cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Or like Still that Magnolias. One. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. another one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which you've never uh, watched? Have you? Are you fucking kidding? I don't of know. I can't remember. Steel Steel you don't watch oh, yes. My God. anything under the. Who do you like, think anything? I am? Wow, anything before 2000, you usually check out. Oh, Lord. No. <laughs> My colors are blush and bashful. And bashful. <laughs> Your colors are pink and pink. But hey, you know, side note, I didn't just get, like I, w- I tell, tell Bashy all the time. Yeah. 
You are a pig from hell. That's me. Yes, you are a pig from hell. What, what, Chris? That, that's the way I pick up the phone at work. I'm totally joking, by the way. No, but I have to say, I think um, one of the ones I didn't get to mention was what? An, another B-rated film, Mambo Italiano. Have you ever seen I that? love that. Rob Can actually I, was in um, the play of that. Can Were just, you? It was my first time on you stage play in San Nino. Diego. I did. Right? Yeah. I have to comment you on that. You played the character Nino, yeah. No, because I was in an Italian film co- course in college and had to watch <laughs> that movie. Why am I not surprised? And I swear to God, like every five seconds would during that movie, people would turn their heads and look at me as if I've gone through this shit. And I'm like, no, I don't live in a slapstick Italian culture where like people yeah. break into these crazy shenanigans in yeah. every three minutes. But well, I mean, I just have to say, I, it's one again, I go back to my B-rated films. It I is felt a, it very stereotypical. It is, but it's one of those ones that are ch- is cheeky, and you really don't have to like pay attention to it. It's but cute, it's still, but my God. it is. It is. It's I, cute. It is cute. So yeah. uh, that was my throwout. Uh, yeah. Why? Uh, <clears throat> too Italian. Too Italian. Too too on the nose. Too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, his no, thing, his his position was, you know, it's too much. It's not like traditionally Italian, but it kind of yeah. is. It's they the were in thing. Toronto. Yeah, yeah, wow. they were in Toronto. <laughs> Um, you know a TV show I was religious about that I consider a very LGBTQ gay TV show Strangers with Candy with Amy Sedaris Mm. I love Strangers with Candy Mm. I love that show good one yeah Strangers with Candy yeah. That's a good, that is an LGBTQ right. Thank yeah. you, You're Jerry Blank. Right. Wow, absolutely right. <laughs> she yeah. went both ways and got syphilis like five million times. So <laughs> hey, been there. <laughs> we know. <laughs> you have the medical records to prove it. It's fine now. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was that our? What were we doing? Click? Was I that our that click? No, click. or did we finish Click? I can't we remember. It. It. Oh, thank mm, you. We Robin. just went through movies and shows. <laughs> yeah, TV you just shows. Asked a question. Yeah. It was general. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. What TV show would you want to see rebooted? Uh, Queer as Folk. Oh, yeah, that's been your but number I, one. But I really want them to do it. Like, it can't just be like, we're Netflix, we're doing Queer as Folk. It's like, <clears throat> no, you need to make it updated, and I want to see some of the original cast. Not like Full House. Yeah. Yeah. Like a real well-thought-out show. That's that would, be, that would be interesting. And I would like them to relocate it here. Oh. In San Diego? Yeah. Oh, God. Because I think Hillcrest would have some pretty cool stories come no out of it. No shit. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Which you show know, would you want to see? We didn't... Ooh, the comeback with Lisa Kudrow, somebody said. Oh, Ooh, I used to love the show. comeback. Yes. That was such an amazing show. And she's such an underrated actress. Absolutely. She was amazing yeah. in that show. That yeah. was a she, really good Oh one. my God, they should bring that back one. Who said that? Who said that? Whoever said an, that, perfect. An older gay guy show. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's another podcast, I'm assuming, that's yeah, coming up Yeah, 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 yeah. He's oh. on the... Yep. Uh, oh, I the thought Pride they were trying, trying to mention... No, no, oh, no, 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 no. He they, has another mo- podcast Most of him. the people in here are also <laughs> other podcasts. So. Oh, I was just thinking they were describing Tony. <laughs> no, oh, bitch. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Who invited her? Oh, my... No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would have to say looking. I feel I did like looking. I feel it, but it ended very abruptly. Exactly, and I feel like that's why I don't. I wasn't able. I felt it was a good representation of people of color. There was some good, you know, opportunities there that could have been developed more. It just fell flat. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it fell flat. I just didn't think it got the fanfare that it deserved. And Daniel Francese was on there, who we saw yeah. at DragCon too. And yeah. I, he was, yeah, he had like a starting out role in it when it ended. And mm-hmm. I was like, actually, I really liked this. Yeah, I liked and they his went to character. like the Russian River yeah. with the whole bear yeah. thing. And I was like, this is a very accurate depiction of yeah. like what life <laughs> exactly. is like up there. That, that, that is one of the things I liked about the show is it seemed like real gay 
yes. LGBT yes. people. Yes. It was yeah. a real story. That you would meet at the in the Castro. I yeah. think it was too for us and got marketed towards a broader audience. Yeah. And maybe yeah. that was it. Yeah. But eh. I would I, that would be my reboot. Really? Yeah. That's a good reboot. Yeah. What would you what show besides a reboot would you want to see continue on like it just ended, but you want like more of it. They they extended it. Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need finish. I need closure. You know what show I want rebooted? And they've been talking about it, but I don't think it'll ever happen is Designing Women. <gasps> oh, that would be a good one. I know. I'd love it. Yeah, that'd be yeah, great. Yeah, for sure. No, Designing Women. What other one would they want? Oh, Golden Girls. Could you imagine? If yeah, they a- tried to do an I thought they were doing an all-male version of Golden Girls. What? That's what the what? rumor was for a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's called, called Silver in- Foxes. Shut up. I knew who invited were- her. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah, it was called Silver Foxes. I heard they like were that? developing an all African American cast, which oh, also would have been cool. That would have been amazing. And there were, yeah. I can't remember which actresses they were like touting, but it would have been awesome. Oh. If it yeah. was anything like Girls Trip, you know, like you know what I want a funny spin off <laughs> of that. You know what I want to come back is give me a break with Nell Carter, but instead of Nell Carter, do Nikki um um Nicole Byer. Ooh. I love <laughs> Nicole Byer. Yes, 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 yes. Give me She's a break amazing. was like I I was obsessed with that show because well most Nell people Carter. don't know yeah. that Tony did costumes for Nell yes, Carter. Yes, I costumed oh. Nell Carter a long lot. This is years ago, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and she was so cool. I remember she smoked like a chimney. Yeah. Cigarettes or weed? C- cigarette, just oh. like one after the other, and she still put on a hey Tony, show. Yeah. <laughs> right? I got the black lung. I got the black lung. <laughs> just one left. <laughs> but yeah, I it would be cur- I would be curious to see see like reboots of those shows. That would be kind of cool. But yeah, yeah. What about a reboot <laughs> of a cartoon? A reboot oh. of a cartoon? Gem. I mean, <gasps> oh. gem in the <laughs> yes, gem. <laughs> Just gem. I mean, because they're truly outrageous. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, they already did She-Ra, and I'm fucking obsessed with. I it. know. She- well, thanks, Mr. Adams. Did he turn you on to that or he no? He did. Yeah, uh, good boy. Mr. Adams turns me on to a lot. Of oh, no. or just in general, just turns you on a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> what cartoon? The Snorkels. Oh my you god, remember? the snorkels! Totally, I was you gonna say the Care Bears. Are you making? Are you, do you mean the snorks? Snorks. Sorry, Bash. Look at Just the millennial cook. Yeah, yeah, the snorks. Remember the snorks? Yeah, they were. They used to use that white powder all the time. Yeah, they did. I'm totally joking. <laughs> Look at now his interest is peaked. <laughs> I gotta go back and rewatch that. Yeah, right? Johnny Quest. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! Okay. Thank you, Chris, for hanging out Thank with us. Thank you for today. having us. Thanks. So, what are the dates for Little Italy? Uh, it's Sunday, July 14th, uh, from nine to eleven thirty. Tickets are seventy five dollars, and if you want. $100, uh, it's the Pride Package. You can actually get the brunch access, entertainment, transportation to the festival, and a festival ticket for Sunday. In yeah, the, it's In the middle be, of the thick of Pride. Yes. In the thick of Pride. The it's going to be so much fun. And how do we follow you, Bashy? I'm at say my name underscore Bash, and I just post stupid shit all day. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Watch your high stories. You high yep. or it's hilarious. I get high sometimes and post things... <laughs> Like what Wayfair is marketing to me that doesn't make any sense. Right. So, uh, I mean, you can follow the podcast at Who Invited Her underscore podcast on Instagram or Who Invited Her SD yeah. on Facebook and Twitter. You can always email us at the gang at Who Invited Her. Uh, you can follow me. I'm Tony underscore. I'm I'm Tony underscore baloney underscore macaroni. <laughs> and I just want to make sure that we introduce the next podcast, which, which is, is going to be Poke It With The Stick. Poke It With The Stick is coming up next, you guys. Check yes. them out. And stay all weekend for all the shows on Pride 48.
Yes. And also, please make sure you go on Pride 48 and click the big purple button to yes. get them some donations. Yes, donate, yes. donate, 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 support, everybody. Support it. Yeah, it's a great it's a great little cause. Yeah, I love it. So today, you guys, we're going to leave you with our band pick of the week. It is Macklemore, Why Don't We, and Moti. And it's I Don't Belong in This Club, which is a story of my life. I love this song. <laughs> but this is our band pick of the week. Everybody, check it out. It'll be on our website. Bye. Smile for a selfie. And I know that I should go home. But I'm still standing here, so I guess one more for the road. I wanna raise a toast, so this one's for the sparklers. Dudes wearing shades in the darkness. But hats off to the DJ. Same song twice in an evening. Oh.